Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. You can find the show notes for today's broadcast at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The topic today is Five Keys to Personal Freedom, Episode 12. And here's Father David. Welcome to everyone. I hope you are all doing very well as we move together in the journey of life in this wonderful planet Earth. And I hope that all the members of your family are in good shape and uh, much love and mercy and goodness is moving by the Lord and His Spirit everywhere. I'm going to speak about uh, the ministry of healing. And uh, before I speak of a, about this particular approach to healing and, and deliverance, I would just like to mention two ministries which have great credibility among uh, in other Christian communions. The first is a healing and deliverance ministry developed by Dr. Charles Kraft. It is explained in a little book in, entitled, uh, two, quote, Two Hours to Freedom, unquote. You can find that book in Amazon. He especially emphasizes healing from the moment of conception until infancy. His position, which I support, is that some deep-level attitudes of a painful nature, which many times don't disappear even after a person has received much healing and prayer and deliverance, are actually rooted in the time of the embryo in the womb of the mother. And his specialty is in taking people back to those areas, and he develops a whole plan of a monthly prayer ministry for each month of pregnancy in which he really ministers to those things into uh, a child's birth and infancy. The second ministry is founded by Dr. Ed Smith, a family counselor. He developed a healing ministry entitled Transformation Ministry, formerly Theophostic, T-H-E-O-P-H-O-S-T-I-C, prayer ministry. Theophostic means God's light shining uh, in a person's mind and communicating to that person in a ministry situation the truth of what God's relationship is with them. This brings not only a transformation of the mind, a renewal of the mind, which St. Paul St. Paul is very developed on in Romans chapters, uh, chapter 12, 1 to 3, when he says... Be transformed by the renewal of your mind to know what is good and pleasing and perfect. Offer your body as a spiritual sacrifice. And and do not be conformed to this age, the spirit of the world, but be transformed in your mind, in your thinking. Dr. Smith 
is, is uh, his approach to this is uh, asking the person where the pain is coming from and getting to the source and origin of the woundedness of an individual's life. Because when you get to that basic root memory or situation or event, it's relatively easy to bring healing in all the other areas that they're struggling with. Here's an example of, of uh, how to look for those deeper memories that uh, a person may be operating negatively, even unconsciously from. If you decide you're going camping in the mountains and you have built a campfire, and it's, it's, it's in the, uh, the mountains where it's uh, rough and ready and very little uh, opportunity uh, to, to, be, to relate to people and find your way in the mountain, but you get lost. You go hiking and you get lost. And you want to get back to camp, but you can't. But you, you try to go and you find your get itself. You can't find where it's at. Where it's at. What you do is you kind of you look for and smell the smoke from the campfire. And then you follow the smoke trail, the smell of the smoke trail, uh, from, from where you're at to where you're camping. And that's a, a kind of a, an image of of uh, this look for source and origin. This ministry that I want to specifically talk about is called Unbound Ministry, and the materials are available on the uh, website and also in Amazon. Most Catholics believe that they're saved, but at, but at times they're perplexed by an unsuccessful struggle in the area of emotional woundedness and spiritual confusion and negative attitudes and compulsive tendencies of darkness. They are plagued by various pressures of bondage and influences of personal evil operating in their lives in some degree. Thus, these Catholics believe they're saved, but they don't understand why in some ways they are not really free. They're saved, but not free. I remember giving a talk years ago on this, and when I said this uh, to a group of, uh, of uh, Christians gathered together, you could hear a pin drop when they left. Usually they were joyful and talking everything else, but they began to realize that in some ways the stuff that they're going through and maybe some of the garbage they experience where they're really not free and they're bothered by that too, tremendously, that they needed to think and look at that and were pondering on this notion of not being free. So what some people do when they, they're struggling with this, understandably and good, they rely on the sacraments, on devotional practice, on reading the Word, and they struggle sometimes with discouragement against temptations in order that they may grow in the Christian life. These are all wonderful means of growing in grace, but why am I not free in the significant areas of my life is the question that some people will consciously or unconsciously ask of themselves. Unbound Ministry, founded by Neil and Janet Lozano, provides a format for a successful plan of pastoral and spiritual healing and deliverance. 
it's it's one of its unique features is it's a non-confrontational approach and also gives attention to the area of ancestral healing as well. It is non-confrontational in the sense that one does not do by fighting or combat with evil spirits. There's no direct fighting with evil spirits, none at all. But totally focuses on the love and charity and ministry to the person who is the recipient of the ministry. This effect of this ministry of mercy and charity results in the experience of a deeper freedom from bondages, oppression, and woundedness in one's personal life. It also teaches one the truth that in addition to the wonderful freedom one may receive, it also calls us on to a process of transformation and freedom in human maturity. And it realistically then invites us to be more effective and to take up the necessary spiritual warfare, the necessary struggle with, with spiritual warfare according to the fathers of the church is a struggle against the world, the flesh, and the devil in order to keep our freedom and to grow in genuine Christian holiness. The essence of the ministry of Unbound is the using of the five keys of freedom. One is taught how to listen and respond in five key areas as the recipient seeks greater freedom and helps others to do the same. As mentioned above, each key incorporates practical direction on how to respond to the grace which unlocks the door and sets one free. Picture a locked door. Opening the door represents liberation from spiritual bondage. The door has five locks, each requiring a key. As a believer in Christ, you have all the keys you need to be free from the influence of evil spirits. You can find this uh, discussed in more detail in Unbound Ministry, page 53. Freedom is so fundamental to our humanity that we're told in Galatians 5, verse 1, for freedom, Christ has set us free. It is through our union with Jesus, the Son of God, that we are restored to true freedom in our whole personhood and personality. Quoting 2 Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The Holy Spirit is the love of God poured out in our hearts, Romans 5.5. 5. He is the Spirit of the Lord. He is the life of God, making his home within us. The Spirit of God brings us into an intimate relationship with our Father and thus restores us to full freedom. And because we are beloved sons and daughters of the Father, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So through God, you are no longer a slave, but a son and a daughter. And if a son and daughter, then as an heir. Galatians 4, 6 to 7.
Because of sin, our parents, even the best of parents, and many others have failed to represent the Father of love to us. The fruit of original sin causes us to identify more as a slave than as a child of God. We all have areas of our lives that have yet to experience full liberation in grace. These sins, habits, and bondages are the devil's door to tempt us to think and act as though we were still slaves held in bondage. Freedom is life in the Son of God. The Son has overcome every deception that we have believed about the Father who has always loved us, who has always been present, who has always blessed us. Satan seeks to rob, steal, and destroy, proposes as a counterfeit father. Jesus tells us he is the father of lies, John 8.44. We know that God's word has power because it is the word that comes from God. Deception has spiritual power as well because its source is a spiritual being, the devil, who is a liar. Sin entered the world through one man, and with sin came the great deception. Deliverance is removing the power of the lie so that we can hear the voice of our Father that has always been speaking deep within us, the voice of God, the voice of the Lord. Knowing the Father through the Son is our place of deepest freedom. It is where broken humanity is healed and where we receive all the healing we need at any time. Unbound ministry lets us experience a deeper life with God and teaches us how to listen and respond in five key areas as you seek greater freedom and help others to do the same. Unbound ministry is really a ministry of evangelization. Each of the keys incorporates practical direction on how to respond to the grace that unlocks the door and sets us free. The five keys to freedom. The first is a life-giving and spirit-living repentance and faith. Repentance and faith but in the dynamism of grace. That's the first. There is no greater deliverance than embracing the grace of one's baptism in water and renewal by the Spirit by turning from sin and turning to the Lord. Jesus is our deliverer, and he, Jesus is our deliverer, and he is our deliverance. The first key also involves ongoing repentance and conversion as the hidden sins of our heart are gradually revealed. This is a good thing, and it's part of the important process of conversion and growth and holiness and sanctification in the Christian way of life. The next key is forgiveness. If we want to be like Jesus, we need to forgive from the heart. 
You remember the story of the servant who asked for mercy and forgiveness and the master forgave him a huge debt and then he went out and he would not forgive uh, the debt of one who was just a small, owed him a small amount. And remember Jesus said uh, that the father, then this, the parable is the, uh, the torment that he gets because the master has him thrown in prison. And Jesus says then, and my father will do the same to you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Many, many believers who know that they need to forgive have failed to understand how to access the power of forgiveness that Jesus has given them. As forgiveness is pronounced by faith and the power behind unforgiveness is renounced, it is defeated and unforgiveness melts away. So that's the second key. The third key is renunciation. Acknowledging and renunciation, both are the same thing. Acknowledging where the bondage is and, and, and renouncing it. We know that we Catholics do this when we renew our baptismal vows beginning with at Easter time, an Easter vigil and Easter Sunday and Easter time. I renounce Satan and all of his works and all of his empty promises. Renunciation is a declaration before the kingdom of darkness that I no longer make a home for sin, deception, and the power behind it. I am no longer in agreement with this, these lies that have been buried in my heart and mind and in all of my thoughts and in sometimes my relationships. Specifically, renouncing our enemies brings victory. For example, one and in the name of Jesus, they say, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge, I renounce lust, I renounce pornography, I renounce an attitude of loneliness, I renounce a spirit of self-pity and of anger and resentment, bitterness, hatred, I renounce feelings of negativity in the area of being abandoned and unloved. I renounce these lies that, that sometimes I believe make up my identity and self-worth, and this is deception. And I renounce these lies that everything is my fault and that I'm no good. This is the kind of thinking that Satan loves us to have because it just cripples us in our growth in Christian holiness and in sanctification. So the, I renounce the lie that everything is my fault, that I am no good, or the attitude. It's either the spirit or the attitude or whatever. Renounce, I renounce the idol of fame and recognition, whereas I, I indulge in this need excessively and compulsively. So renunciation and taking authority in the name of Jesus, the renunciation. The fourth key is authority. When the Lord said to Moses, I will be an enemy to your enemies, Exodus chapter 23, verse 22. He did not mean that Moses would sit and watch. He meant that as Moses fought, so would God. Moses had God's authority. In Christ, we too have authority over our enemies who seek to destroy us. We can take our stand against them through life-giving, spirit-filled repentance, forgiveness, 
renunciation, and then take authority and declare the truth of their defeat by saying, In the name of Jesus, I command any or every spirit and attitude or whatever that I have renounced you and command you to leave now. The recipient does that himself or herself. Then the last is the beautiful, beautiful blessing of the Father. The Hebrew sense of blessing means to speak that empowerment to someone to prosper and thrive. They are the words that give life and peace. Words carry spiritual power. Every blessing that the Father spoke to Jesus, all the promises Father spoke to Jesus and through Jesus is for us. The Father reveals to us who we are as we come before him in the Son, Jesus Christ, the glorified Lord and Savior. What we have longed to hear all of our lives has already been spoken, and now we need to open to that truth and let that truth set us free. As we relearn, as we learn to receive his blessing, the Father's blessing, in Jesus we are healed. To be unbound means that the obstacles to the gift that has been waiting for us has been removed and the Father's love and affirmation is made real to us. We can experience it. Our hearts can be experience spiritual love. It is made real to us in Christ. You may find these materials at, uh, by uh, Neil Lozano at theheartofthefathersministry.com theheartofthefathersministries.com So in concluding this presentation, I would like to share with you the approach I generally use when I pray spiritual healing with individuals. I primarily use unbound ministry and follow the five keys to freedom. One of the reasons I do that is as the person is going through the ministry, they learn to use the keys for themselves. And they can really, in a sense, themselves continue the healing process in their life because the keys are easy and they become very natural and very simple. But I have found this approach very effective, and I'm grateful to the Heart of the Father's Ministries for sharing this method with, method with us. I also have been trained in transformation prayer ministry and for a good number of years have found this approach developed by Dr. Ed Smith very effective as well. Sometimes when a person requests spiritual healing and deliverance, I set up an initial time for a detailed interview session. And I go through that session. I do very thorough. And I then prepare a ministry plan based on what the person has shared in the first session. The second meeting is designed to use the unbound ministry. When the individual has experienced a number of deep emotional wounds, I may sort of hold uh, in bay the movement of unbound, and I will move directly and deeply to pray for the source and origin of those identified areas. I always give careful 
attention to family bondages and ancestral areas of vulnerability. In light of the wisdom of Dr. Charles Kraft, I specifically check for possible roots or vulnerable issues in the relationship to the embryonic development and infancy, the things going around, going on with mom and dad and the immediate family when I was conceived and in the womb. When a person has experienced deep emotional wounds at the center of their personhood, I would pray for that individual trying to follow the guidance of the spirit of love for the healing of their brokenness or their broken heart. I do not heal anybody. I do not have a special healing ministry. The solemn, glorious truth is Jesus Christ is our healer. Healing occurs in a person when the Lord merciful acts along with the humble cooperation of the particular recipient or individual receiving the ministry. May we pray. Lord Jesus, to know you is eternal life. I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. I love you and I place my trust in you. I am sorry for all my sins and from withholding myself in any way from you. Please forgive me and heal any pain I have caused others, intentionally or unintentionally. And I forgive anyone who has hurt me, and I ask you to bless them. In your name, Jesus, I renounce anything in my life that is not of you that I have welcomed into my mind or heart. Wash me in your loving mercy and fill me with the cleansing power of your precious blood and the Holy Spirit. Father, all of my need for love and affection is found in your embrace and resides in your heart. May I never leave my home in your heart again. By your grace, I resolve to remain in your shelter and abide in your shade where you restore to me the joy of your salvation. In Christ's name, Jesus, we pray. This prayer was designed by Father John Horn, the Director of Spirituality of St. Vincent de Paul Major Seminary, Boynton Beach, Florida, and his associates. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.